Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, around the NBA, we've uh, talked enough about last night. We are moving forward. It is what it is. You lose at home. You get back up. You try to get on Friday night against the Denver Knights. Move on. Uh, around the association last night, it was a nice, uh, a nice night. I was watching <clears throat> a lot of uh, a lot of the games last night. Not all of them, Jason. I can't be obligated to watch every single damn one oh, of them, but and I it's know ridiculous. You had your eye on it's ridiculous that you would even expect me to do that. But I did watch some. You weren't watching number Boston the Knicks. That's actually the game I watched the least of because uh, it was on ESPN and I was on League Pass. So it's actually kind of difficult to go back and forth between the two. You know, like I got because you can't get ESPN broadcasts on, on League Pass. So what'd you watch? So I watched, uh, I watched Brooklyn and Cleveland because I wanted to see what Cleveland was looking like. I watched uh, Hawks and Hornets because I wanted to see Ew. was the Hawks going to take a step, you know, like everybody was uh, expecting them to take. Obviously, I had Pelicans Grizz on. And uh, I watched a little bit of Mavs and Spurs. With me. Yes. So uh, just a couple of uh, a couple of observations here. And I, and, I, and I tuned in for a little bit on Magic Rockets. Okay. Just to see how Dilly Dilly was doing. He was 4 of 6 from 3 in a big loss. Yeah, 116-86. The Magic, your Magic, you love the Magic so much. Uh, they uh, they made a little bit of a statement last night that they're, that they're coming for the play-in. We coming. Uh, Hawks. Huge with no backcourt. disappointment for them. I mean, this yeah, is, I don't know who you who, who's high on the Hawks. I think a lot of people were high on the Hawks coming into this year for whatever reason. You know, you got another year of uh, of win total was pretty low. It was like forty two and a half, forty three and yeah. a half. I mean, expected it's, to be a playoff team, but they're 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 what they always are. They like they have like a lot of they have a big collection, a big assemblance of assembly of uh, offensive talent, and it, there's just nothing there defensively. You know, I mean, it's just not very impressive. On that end of the court, um, and I don't think Trey Young is a winner. I don't think he's a guy that you can win a a, a a title with or contend with. I mean, that COVID year is the only thing they got right when they beat the when they beat the Seventy Sixers because Ben Simmons doesn't want to shoot, and he still doesn't want to shoot. By the way, um, Nets are sneaky, sneaky. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what, in, in sneaky house. They lost last night. By the way, they, you're like ain't gonna push for nothing in the East right now. I don't know. They have a, they have some interesting pieces. Saying make there. the playoffs and be a spoiler. Is that what you're yeah, trying to? Yeah, Cam Thomas had 36 last night oh, off he, the bench. Um, our man Yoda mm-hmm. had gone on with Colin Colin Coward. Yep, and said this is your guy. This was before the draft. Yeah, and he's looking good now. Yeah, uh, saw the replay of that. Yoda, man, Yoda can see the future. He does. He does see the future quite a bit. Um. So the Cavs went on a basically a go ahead three pointer from Donovan Mitchell. Um, I don't like him. 
I don't either. There's just something about him that I just can't get no, behind. I don't like that we're teaming up against him, but I can't change how I feel. I can't change how I feel. You talk about winning and affecting winning. Right, right, right. At least I've seen Trey make a run. You know, he what was I'm not saying? he was not efficient Donovan, at all. Donovan Mitchell, shot jacker. Yeah, he is. He's a volume shooter, and sometimes they go in. But um, I, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan uh, of his game by and large. Uh, and then we got our debut, uh, Victor Winbanyama. And he had uh, he had 15 points in 23 minutes, finished with one block, uh, five boards. I mean, it is amazing. Like, you watch him out there at the end of the possession garden, Kyrie. Kyrie tried to drop him off and get the dagger. He was close. It was halfway down. Um, but, like, he's, he's going to be great. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I mean, he's going to be a great freaking NBA player. I don't know if anybody's coming in here today and saying that they're disappointed in what he did last night or whatever. But they were in the game. He had yeah. him in the game. And they were leading with a minute 50 left. Pop, Pop talked about it after the game. The, maybe the most impressive thing he did was play in foul trouble down the stretch. Uh, you know, a, it, it usually takes a, you know, sometimes you got to be a veteran to understand, okay, you know, how, how I've got to adjust now to this at a time where I've got to be on the floor. And he managed to stay on the floor for the most part down the stretch, having been in early foul trouble, had foul trouble late. It was the way he played in foul trouble that was – uh, showed a maturity beyond his years, and Pop talked about it afterwards. I thought that was just as impressive as everything he did skill-wise. He's knocking down threes, you know, over outstretched hands, over big guys. He's it's it's he's going to change the game. I don't have any doubt about it. Yeah, um, I actually think like I watched, you know, I, I know they lost the game to a to a Mavs team that's a little bit further ahead than they are, but I just I think like Pop's got his swagger back. You can kind of tell like. I know he's probably very upset they gave up 126, but yeah, it's they're so far from you know contention though. They are, but man, I just they wonder, have some will, really good. Will young he players. be there when when Wimby's really ready to be that I dude? So. For will Pop still be around? I think so. when they're ready to compete for titles with him. Yeah, I think that could happen in three to four years. I don't know if it's going to happen that quick. Maybe so. I mean, you three, got, I guess you got, three to four years. You got Jeremy can. Sohan. Uh, uh, you got Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell. They're at the bottom. They're just right so now. young, right? They're a young team, but they're going to have some impressive wins this year. They're going to. They really are. They're going to pull off some upsets. Like I can see them beating the Nuggets, things like that. Like they'll ca- they'll sneak up. Well, they probably won't sneak up on teams, but they'll catch some teams. Um, Luca was fantastic. Had the dagger last night. Had a triple double. Uh, I, you know, look, he's always a threat to win MVP as well. It's like, is his team going to win enough? Is always the question. Um, but he's going to be a, a triple double machine every time he takes the floor. 33, 13, and 10 for him last night. I mean, that's MVP right there. Yeah, that's MVP caliber. There we saw a lot of MVP level of performances. Him, yeah. Booker, Tatum. Yep. And uh, and Joker, the triple double within in his, sure, in his first sure. game. So, um, yeah, it was a great night of NBA t- uh, last night. We only have two games tonight. I know you are uh, wondering about how many games we had tonight. I was actually wondering where my Malik Monk update was. The Kings won last night. Oh, because of the dunk? Monk dunked all over some fool. Yeah, he did. He caught him a body. He Kings, only scored 10, though, so I'm just kidding. But Kings 130-114. Harry B, 33, last night. Dude's still producing, amazingly. Um, now, I will say today, real quick before you get to tonight's game. Yes. Our old friend, Jay Will? Yes. I call him old because uh, he feels like he he bails ship. He used to love the Grizzlies. He used to have us in the – I think he had us projected to make a finals one year. Mm-hmm. Um, he said today on Get Up that the biggest threat to the Denver Nuggets in the West is the Sacramento Kings. Hell, he talking about. 
He's just he's just the they're the hot team. You know, they're the hot young team that hasn't won a playoff series yet. So they just, have not won a playoff series, yeah, John. Yeah. How are they the biggest threat to Denver in the West? Like what other team could As you opposed to what this? other team could you say, right? Like that's gonna actually like get people because the Sun's obvious, right? They have Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill. Just take one that's real. Yeah, Suns. What well, Lakers are a bigger he, he threat like, to me. They he, they have more playoff experience. The the right. Kings have not learned how to win in the playoffs, which we know is an entirely different animal. Yeah. than the regular season. Just well, they're like it, it they're like the bit. only good team that where where that would make sense, right? Like you're not going to say the Mavericks are the biggest threat. You're not going to say the Pelicans are the biggest threat. So, you ever see when uh, you watch Game of Thrones? No. I, I never got into that, man. I never uh, – it was never a, a, a big, uh, you know, thing for me. I, I, I was – you know, I, I got too overwhelmed by how far behind I was. I will say we went back. Like, yeah, we, I mean, we didn't you guys watch it in spent real a lot time. of time watching it, right? We, we I mean, went back and watched it years yeah. after, like after it was done. Yeah, my yeah, wife yeah. And I, so we weren't, like, in it at the time. And it was like, you know, no, I, I just didn't uh, – I didn't have any interest in it. But we what, should. I know a lot of people will understand of, your reference. It's so, full of – it's full of – it's just white people. You'd love it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. You know, white people. I mean, there's excelling. a lot of white people excelling, which is something I know. Well, certainly in really professional sports, you, I do enjoy it, but I don't really uh, care in terms of you know. There's yeah, a lot of well, white there, sitcoms there, I can there, watch. There Modern is, Family, and I could probably make you. Un- there's a there's a, a scene where uh, Theon Greyjoy. Okay, Theon Greyjoy. Very familiar with him. Former Rocket. Right. Has his sister is being held captive by his uncle. What's her and name? He's, he's about. I don't remember. Okay. He's about to kill her. He's gonna kill his and sister. And he's got a chance, but he's gonna fight for his sister and for probably what reason? Di- and probably die. Oh, the uncle's gonna kill him. And her, yeah. probably die if he does fight for okay, her. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or jump ship. Jump ship or try, or to, try save to save fight, his sister. Save his sister. By his with by, from being killed by her uncle. Her own uncle. Okay. Guess what he does? He jumps ship. Jay Will. <laughs> when Jay Will saw Ja on social media, that's when he jumped. He did. He left us. Rather than try to save John. And maybe that's right. Maybe it's wrong. And who's the uncle? Social media. The internet is the is the uncle in this case. Oh, uh, that's good. We'll go with that. Because it's got, it's got John hostage. Correct. That, yeah. I, saw, I like where you went with that. I hadn't considered that part of the analogy, but I like that. Theon Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy. They had uh, cut him. Oh, he was he was castrated? Correct. So... He wasn't the same. So when he jumped, his, I, uncle, is that, his, wow. un, his uncle laughed at him and said, you know, because you don't have any. So this is the show you want me to watch, bro? You should watch it. No, man. That's you should it. go That's, back and watch. You would have I don't need to watch that. what I gather from you right now is you could use some peace in your life. And you think Game of Thrones is going to provide that? Yeah. Seems like the opposite. No, no, no. No, it will provide. You'll, you'll, Sam watched it when we were, you know, she, she was all into it when it was going on. I just, I just, I was... I was never. It was never my thing, bro. I never. I was more like a ballers guy. Spencer Strasmore. I'm like, yeah, I, I haven't watched first couple seasons, but yeah, but the last few, yeah, yeah including Theon. Is it like Derrick Rose vocabulary on there? Very much so. Okay. Pros with Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I kind of know. I kind of get what I'm dealing with here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't watched a, a, a series, and I don't even know how long, bro. Okay. I, I watched something on. Uh, well, I just want to tell you about Jay Will jumping ship and doing this again, picking the next big thing. 
that really ain't ready yet, uh-huh. kind of like he did with the Grizzlies at the time. Yeah, no, and we loved it at the time. Is but he, now, what's he doing? It's it's, is he's he, on Get Up back. He's back with oh, ESPN. Okay. He yeah, is, okay. he, he completely re-upped with ESPN. Folks were asking about him. He's yeah, back yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him home. say like, he, well, "I'm going to make a, a thing for us." He, I'll like, tell you what. He did a great breakdown of 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 trying what Wimbanyama will do, what he needs to be doing. Everything's face up with him about using his body in the post with Green. You know, Jay's still good at what he does. I just I'm tripping off the fact that he says the Kings are the biggest threat to Denver. I think it's a little too early. Uh, Jay has a reputation for that. We still love him to death here uh, on the Jason and John show. Uh, as for tonight, John, I sidetracked you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, tonight, yeah, we have Suns and Lakers. Sounds like no Devin Booker. He is doubtful as well as uh, – Did he get hurt in that game? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. But, um, but maybe. Also, uh, Bucks and uh, 76ers, I believe this is going to be the Bucks' first uh, real game with Dame and uh, – and and Giannis, correct? I don't I don't believe they played last night. Uh, so I don't call them playing. Yeah, it'll be their first uh, their first in, in the, against the 76ers with mm-hmm. no James Harden, who has been told to stay away from the team. So that is uh, that is the night uh, for the NBA. Good stuff last night. Next story. Uh, we have a Thursday night football game tonight, and we certainly can discuss what we think about Bucks Bills. But here, here's the bottom line: Bills should win. I'm I'm more curious about your take on this because we discussed it prior to the season. I actually mentioned this and how confident I would be if it came to it. Brock Purdy, uh, San Francisco 49ers quarterback, is in concussion protocol, and right now, uh, don't know if he's going to play in Sunday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. If he does not, Sam Darnold. Do you remember our conversation about him before the season? Yep. Sam Darnold would get the go for Brock Purdy. And I told you before the season that one of the reasons why I liked the 49ers as much as I did, uh, including that defense, everything else, all the weapons don't have to go, was the backup quarterback situation, was the fact that if you ever had to get off of Purdy, I thought Sam Darnold in that system, again, Shanahan, use your word, insulation, with the kind of uh, the, the kind of you know system guy he can be, uh, I think it could be just fine. I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you Sam Darnold will come in there and play better than Purdy. Uh, I realize all three of Purdy's interceptions come the last two weeks, and yes, he was in concussion protocol, but he's been playing in terms of the you know uh, QBR, everything else, as good as anybody in the league. So I can't. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you. Sam Darnold's going to come in here and outplay Purdy, but I feel real good about the 49ers not having significant drop-off if they've got to go to Sam Darnold against the Cincinnati Bengals. How do you feel? Yeah, you know, I saw that move yesterday. It dropped pretty quickly from 5.5 to 3, all the way down to 3, and then it got bought back towards the 49ers' way. Um my initial instinct, because mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't remember I didn't remember who the backup quarterback was we for the Forty ers right? Because yeah. I, 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 I was thinking about I, I loved the addition. I could I could have gotten the Bengals. I was I was I was looking at my phone. I could have gotten the Bengals at four, and I I was like, who is, is it? Is it Josh Johnson? Is it is it is it you know who is the backup quarterback? And then I looked, and I saw that it was Sam Darnold, and I said, man, this is not some this is not some slam dunk. Uh, spot where I have to take Cincinnati here because Brock Purdy is out. Correct. I I still don't think, you know, this guy was a top three pick in the NFL draft, and not the Trey Lance type of top three pick where you know he he never got a shot, never you know uh, showed anything. I mean, Sam Darnold was probably just more of a victim of a bad organization uh, and a bad franchise. Who I 
I I tend to believe that Shanahan and those guys, if they bring you in and they keep you on the active roster as a quarterback, you're probably decent enough, right? Like you're probably a de- a, a decent to good quarterback, uh, even if you're a backup. And because at the very least, they believe they can make you look like that, right? So. I just I didn't do anything. I said, you know what? Uh, I know that, that there are people that I respect on Cincinnati now, but I just I don't know that there's going to be much of a difference. I mean, if there is, it's going to be because of no Trent Williams, no Debo Samuel. That's mm-hmm. the, you know that. Mm-hmm. But good, um, good point. That's but, well put. But it won't be because be because of Sam Darnold. Yeah, like I actually think back. it's a, it's a pretty decent situation uh, for a backup quarterback. You know, it's not uh, it's not Trevor Simeon. You know, Sam Darnold has talent. He was a top three pick in the draft. So, you know where he's from? Uh, Sam Darnold's from USC. California. Yeah. Played at USC, but yes, he's a Cali kid. Yeah, so. And he's back out there in Cali. It's he's not, comfortable. He's been in some, let's be real, some bad situations. Of course. I drafted to a bad one. Carolina wouldn't. Oh, Carolina, that's There's right. no consistency there. I think he threw seven touchdowns, three picks last time out. So, I'm, what I'm saying is he's finally going to a real system, a good one. Exactly. And you make, you, you make the best point. They're not going to lose because they're having if, if they have to uh, because they have to go to Sam Darnold. It'll be more about what they don't have in terms of Trent. Debo, we'll see. But I like uh, Sam Darnold's backup situation here. And, and I think if he gets the chance, he's going to play well for the 49ers. May end up uh, ending their two-game losing streak. Yeah. Um, I, I just um, – I think there are probably some uh, – most I'd say probably th- – I don't know, 28 teams where I would say, okay, that's automatic, automatic buy spot for the other team going against a backup, right? Automatic, just whatever. Huh. And if they beat me, they beat me. But I actually, you, now you have to sort of sit back and, and sort of weigh it, right? Okay, and this is from a handicap perspective, but also just from a win and loss perspective. I, I, there, there's, a, there's a desperate Bengals team, and now there's a desperate 49ers team uh, who's off two, two L's in a row, uh, and they're at home. And their defense is pissed off because they let the Vikings get whatever they wanted on third down yes, last week. So I just think in this situation, I think the value is on the Niners today. Um, you know, I think it's it's you know if you could get five and a half, six with the Bengals before the news, that's that's a really good bet. But I think to, you know it's funny like you can have value on two sides of a, of a freaking bet. You could have a you know six and a half point number or whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. you tease it up. And then you could come back the 49ers way, and you could have good bets on both sides of the equation, and hope that it middles, which is very possible in the NFL with these efficient markets. Um, but yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely be confident in Sam Darnold, like being able to get this done. Okay, you know what I mean. We're on the same page there. How do you feel about Bills minus nine and a half tonight? Yeah, I, I just think the Bucks are fraud. Honestly, is Baker playing? What's the latest? Baker's going to play just for you. He's going to get. Thank are you, you starting him this week? Know. Uh, no, no, it's not that bad. Okay, I'm, I'm back to CJ. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think the the like I've watched actually for some reason, some stupid reason, I've been on the Bucks or on a Bucks piece of the game or you know the other team. So I've gotten a big look at who they are, and uh, they 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 flew I think above their heads for the first two or three weeks of the season, and now it's sort of starting to settle in. Baker's over here talking about how we're not a run-first team, even though we are forced to run the ball on first and second downs every every damn series. Um, the Bills are a little bit healthier. Um, they're going to actually, without Dawson Knox, they're now going to probably play 
more of a three-receiver set, a spread type of offense, and that's where these Bucks defenders really struggle. So you're going to see a lot of that tonight with Gabe and Stephon Diggs, and uh, whether it's uh, Shakir or Hardy, I think uh, I think this is going to be one of those J- Josh Allen Bills squash spots tonight. I don't think the Bucks are good at all. The Bills' biggest issues are defensively right it now. It is. It is. I mean, that is the some suggested saw it again this morning. They should go out and make a move before trade deadline, which is coming up next week, for Leonard Williams from the Giants. Yeah. Go make a move to help that front because it won't matter what you do offensively. They've shown that defense yes. has taken a hit, bro. Yes. They've taken three steps back. Hey, but Vaughn's, Milano, Vaughn's in a good spot. He's apparently going to play a little bit more this week. Man, that man's ineffective these days. I mean, I'm sure he can have a game or two still, and maybe he could do it for you in the playoffs where it matters most, but you're not going to get right. some consistent season, you know, High sack season from Von Miller at this point in his career. Do you really want to? Bills need to do something defensively yeah. before the trade deadline. I mean, you don't that, want to believe in the Bucks tonight on the road. I mean, that. Like, no, I no, just, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not changing that. I'm just going making the point. They got to do something. You, their window is closing for real, bro. They were the, built the to Bucks? be winning. No, the, oh, Bills. the Bills. Okay, yeah, the Bills. Because the window never opened for the damn Bucks. Uh uh-uh. uh. That, that, that Buffalo window ain't gonna stay open. You better go do it. You better go do I it agree. now. I agree with you. You know, if you if if you want to cash in here, and again, there's still a lot of questions in the uh, be aggressive. Yeah. Be be there, aggressive. There's still a lot of questions about who the best in the AFC is. I guess as of this week, I would say it's the Ravens, right? Uh, no, sir. Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, that's a contrarian the Chiefs take. Chiefs lost I, to Detroit at I, home. I appreciate bro. your without Travis Kelsey. No, you're right. It's the Chiefs. I'm, I mean, I appreciate your contrarian. Contra- yeah, you're you're getting there. You're getting there. You are developing the contrarian mind. Mm-hmm. Still working <laughs> yeah, on it. But but I we have to, we have to give it to the Chiefs until until we don't, right? I mean the Ravens do have two L's. So No, it's true. They've looked just, you know, they've had a couple of games where they look bad. Pittsburgh game, they look bad. So I can't I can't give the Chiefs too much grief for losing. Yeah, I would to Detroit, say, even though it was at home. I would say my I would I would have the Ravens above the Dolphins. I would say they, oh, were, they can't. You can't put them any lower than two. Yeah, I got it. Not with the way they just play. Don't just beat the mess out of Detroit. My my AFC power rankings. Okay, these are Patty's power rankings in the AFC. Would go Chiefs number one, Ravens number two. Uh, I would say Dolphins three, Jags four. That would be my top four in the uh, AFC as of today. With you know the Browns, but they have quarterback problems. You know, I mean, I know their defense is really really good, but they're. Their quarterback problems give me uh, pause. I don't really buy the Steelers right now. The Bills, I would probably put fifth, but they have so many defensive injuries where it's like, I mean, in term, I mean, if they're healthier come, you know, playoffs, I would really, I would really have them a lot higher. Uh, in the NFC, it would go. Oh, it's easy. Philly, Philly, San Francisco, Fran, Dallas, Detroit. Yeah. I would I would go I, I, I would go Detroit with you there. I would go with you hammered. there. They got they can prove some things this week in terms of bounce back. Big week for Seattle here. Uh if Seattle can get it done against Cleveland at home then uh they are really going to jump up. They'll be 5 and 2 and at some point you really can't deny that, right? You can't deny 5 and 2. Uh Seattle's got some good wins, man. They beat Detroit. Um they really should have beaten the Bengals in Cincinnati. I watched that when I was on Cincinnati and I felt like I stole money. Because they were there were three red zone trips there in the fourth quarter where they came up with zero points. They lost by four. I mean, you know that's what we're dealing with here. So I think you have to watch out for the damn Seahawks, bro. Sneaky. Oh, we're betting on and, Seahawks. And they've got uh they've they've got a couple of young guys on defense, bro, that are going to be. You can start to see why Pete Carroll is stuck around. 
we were wondering, like, what are you doing, man? What are you? And now they've actually hit on some big time draft picks with Witherspoon, uh, Woolen on the other side, who's a freaking freak. They have a Jamal Adams is back. I'm just telling you, the Seahawks are going to be a sneaky, tough team in the NFC. Last thing on NFL that I have for you. Who would Derrick Henry help more, the Baltimore Ravens or the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, I think Which one's ceiling goes higher with the trade for Derrick Henry? You remember like when you would play like uh, Call of Duty World at War and you would have like the perk that was like uh, it was like Juggernaut and it would give you like extra health? Oh, Juggernaut, yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah, remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. bringing me back, yeah. That's, yeah. that's Derrick Henry with the Ravens to me. Like he's like an overpowered perk, bro. Like you put him in that system, and that's that, what I it's it's McCaffrey with the Niners. It, it it is very similar because it's a power running game. He's a power running back, and their offensive line is among the best in the NFL. It would it would be a big problem for but you, everybody. But you could make the point that the Cowboys need him more. You've pointed out how bad the Cowboys' red zone issues are. Baltimore already has two the third best rushing offense in the league, so Dallas needs him more. But I'm with you that he would – what it does for Baltimore, it's like cyborg. Yeah, bro. Like uh, I, you, you make them almost unstoppable. Yeah, it feels like it because if Lamar – I'm just telling you, the way Lamar played last week, I don't think they're he beating was, he was I don't think they're anybody. He was yeah. locked in. You give him Derrick Henry? Yes. Uh, instead of Gus Edwards? I mean, it's like it, – it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty unstoppable outfit, honestly. I would love to see Derrick Henry with the Ravens getting a chance to. Well, I mean, they should trade Derrick Henry, right? Oh, I mean, you got to. Yeah, what are you doing? You're not, They're sellers now. I mean, I don't know if you win this weekend. Maybe you win this weekend because it just happens, but you still – it doesn't change your ceiling, right? You're not going to the playoffs. You're not right. winning your you, division. I told you, you got to start getting something ready for the for the new stadium, man. You got to rebuild this thing, and you got to do it quick, and you could do that with the assets that you have now. Yeah, like, like the Titans can't even talk themselves into winning their division anymore, you know, because they already lost the Colts. I mean, you trade your all-pro safety or whatever. You're, you're, why would you not be ready to trade your all-pro? Oh, well, they'll back? say they'll say things like, "Well, he was, uh, you know, it's it, he was overpaid, and we free up space and all these things." And that's what they'll say. They'll say they had a they had a you know a solid solid backup. We've got uh, Dude, Elijah Molden, and it's time to yeah. trade Derrick Henry. If you are the Titans organization, right. you are going nowhere with him. So you may as well try to get the best thing you have. You and I were discussing that. Is that a third rounder now? Might be. That may be the the best price you can get for him. But you better get the best price. You know, and, and I'd start thinking about doing it right now. Again, why wouldn't you? The, I've heard those two teams discuss the most. The Cowboys who could really use them, especially with the red zone issues they've had, and the Baltimore Ravens and how McCaffrey-ish to the Niners that move would be. What an upgrade for Baltimore. Might be. They may go to unstoppable if you bring them in. Interested to see how that folds out. Trade deadline in the NFL is next week. Uh, yeah, good stuff. All right, we'll come back. Jeff Cox is going to join us at 125. Get into the Grizzlies last night. He was there for that uh, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, are you trying to film ESPN? Jump into Memphis Grizzlies action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Yeah, you can do Grizzlies on FanDuel. Of course you can. Right now, new customers, too, can bet 5 bucks and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. And the key there is bonus bets, not one. You can stretch that $200 out. Don't have to do it all back in one go like you do with some sports books. Plus, all customers get three months of NBA League Pass courtesy of FanDuel when they place a $5 bet on the NBA this season. That way you can watch all the action as you bet on everything from the point spreads to player props. Y'all know the, the range of bets. Best of all, you'll get paid your winnings instantly. Quick, fun, fast. 
So don't miss your chance to get $200 in bonus bets plus three months of NBA League Pass. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Tip off the NBA season right. Come on in with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the Memphis Grizzlies and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. New customer offer. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. All customer offer $5 NBA wager required. Limit one pass per customer across both offers. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See full terms for both offers at FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. NBA League Pass. Local blackout restrictions. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Supply. Oh, yes! You thought we were going to get through a whole segment, a whole week, without breaking down Memphis and North Texas? Bro, it's Thursday. Get your head out of your ass. Wow. Get your head you out of your ass. You need to bring it down a notch. No, dude, this is important. Yeah. This is a key game. I don't think you can be that energetic about it. I realize they're 5-2, and two, uh, but you're going to have to come down at least one peg to talk to me about Memphis football. Brad, tell them what's on the line this week. Tell Jason, remind him what's on the line this week. Battle for the what against North Texas. Let him know, Brad. (laughs) Tell him. Let him know. Excite me. What's on the line this week, Brad? D is on the line. Bowl eligibility is on the line this week, Whisker Biscuit. Thank you for reminding me about that, John. How the hell could I forget that with all this crazy-ass season? Because first responder was so much fun I'm going to take a page out of Brad's book. One responder. If Brian Silverfield doesn't win this game, he should be fired. All right, he should. He should not. You you're like Mad Dog. You don't mean that. Oh, Mad Dog. Mad Dog lost a lot of people's respect this week. There's no doubt about you can't that. Make he promises has empty to promises. Retire. Yeah. One thing you can't do. Do what you did. You have to. You have to cash the checks your ass writes. Yeah. I agree with that. You it, know, it's a half-ass bit. It, even if it's a All bit, right, it's a half-ass bit. You have to do it, man. For you those know, who don't know, Mad Dog uh, Russo, I guess yeah. he's the famous yeah, satellite Russo. radio, was on New York radio. He made a bet. What was the game? It, it was, was the, the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks winning the last ah. two games of the series. And he said he would quit, f- retire, right. right? And a lot of people were hoping he would. Exactly, <laughs> including the Diamondbacks manager. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it made it made the uh, the rounds. That he did not. Damn. And so, my point is, you can't be like him. No. If you're saying Ryan Silverfield must be fired if they lose to North Texas, then you have to keep that energy when we come in here on Monday. Not gonna happen. I don't want to hear about, about no. 
There's no appetite. It doesn't matter how I feel. It's about what the boosters think. I have one. I don't want to hear that. I have one bet in college football this week. It is on Memphis minus seven and a half. Oh my! Uh, against North Texas. Um, That's some confidence. Yeah. So I, I I actually love the matchup for them. Chandler Morris, not Chandler Morris. Uh, what's the dude's name? Chandler uh, Rogers. Chandler Rogers. Yeah. Chandler Rogers See? is a good quarterback. Uh, but I'm not really worried about that side of it. Memphis's defense will stand up when it has to. Uh, it's it's the fact that they're going to be able to get whatever they want on the run game. Who am I talking to? Memphis's defense, because they shut down to uh, UAB in the second half. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they're stoppers. Bro, we're not, we're just talking about North Texas. We're not talking about you know uh, SMU or Tulane. Dude threw here. for three hundred something yards against Tulane. Now you know they were down twenty eight to seven. I mean, and they came all the way back. It was all garbage time. Yeah, Tulane let their foot off the gas. They it's, didn't play prevent the rest of the game though. Yeah, I'm just that's, saying though, it's thirty five twenty eight. That's Tulane, only. That's that's only a hook here. I mean, I feel like Memphis is going to come into this game probably a little bit more focused because of that comeback, right? To say, oh, if we if we take our foot off the gas here, we can see what happens. We see what they can do. Uh, you know, this is a Memphis spot, bro. Uh, my my model's got this one as Memphis minus eleven. So uh, there's clear, there, there's clear value here. Whoa. Yeah, this is a two touchdown game for the for these Tigers. There's no doubt about it. I've got I probably got this one about uh, you know forty. 528 type of game. Did you and Sylvie go out for a beer Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> no, not n- never. Which day was it? Never, dude. I, he's oh, he has instilled some confidence. Something's going on here. No, I've just... never heard you this confident about this team this season. Bowl eligibility's on the line, brother. Man, that UAB second half really turned <laughs> you a 180. Inspired, for my you. guy. Yeah, I need people to know. I need people to understand what they got in this generational Memphis team. So, so this is another Blake Watson uh, special game here be. offensively. I it know their defense be. is bad. That's yeah. what I'll give you and have studied. Yes. The next, the, This defense is bad. The next one's bad. USF. Yeah, dude. Navy beat North Texas, bro. Okay. There you go. Bro, they played Tulane tight. We talking about what they I'm did last week. I'm not worried about that, bro. Okay. All right. Okay. Dude. Whew. Sylvie got to him, y'all. Uh, they uh, Look at what good Navy for, good, did on the good, ground. Good that he's winning folks back over. Navy got about 250 on the ground against them folks. Oh, I know. They're they're one of the worst rush defenses, just like the one you just saw and just like the one you'll face against uh, South Florida. There are mm-hmm. All those are awful defenses. Mm-hmm. It's time to fatten up. Yes, it is. That's what you got to do. I mean, it's just true. Cal yep. beat this team 58-21. to 21. All right. You're not going to get me excited talking about some bowl ability or eligibility for Wednesday. But what we, where you can get me excited again, John, this team wins three more in a row, and it's 8-2 and two going to the SMU game. Can right. we get there? Absolutely. You yeah. think that's doable, right? That's realistic. Uh, yeah, they'll be favored to do that. Yeah. So, I mean. Because Char- after South Florida, you got Charlotte. You'll Charlotte be favored Charlotte could there. be a house of horrors, you know. Why? Because it's just there, and it's like a right. rat game. So... Hopefully this team, yeah, yeah. That, that's the one thing about this stretch. You thought, okay, it's four teams you should beat, but three of the four of them are on the road, and uh, you know this program on the road under Ryan Silver been, been shaky at best. So uh, handle the first one. Gonna need to do it again. John has all the confidence in the world. Don't you love to hear it today? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely, I love to have it. No doubt. Memphis and uh, North Texas did play last year. Different quarterback, but uh, 44-34 was that final there. Um, and a lot of, the, I mean, uh, the quarterback last last year put up 371, so feels similar. Memphis should be able to get this done the same way they got it done last week, yeah. uh, last year. My key, another pick-free game from Seth Hennigan. Yep. Do, do that, probably going to be a pretty good chance. Maybe cover John's line of 11. Yeah. Uh, anything else around the AAC going on this week? Anything interesting? I mean, that, probably not. In the AAC? Yeah. They added Army. 
in football. Uh, Tulane <laughs> is Tulane is at Rice. That could be a sneaky game. Stop. Rice is better than you think. The rest of it's just garbage. You yeah. actually want me to dig into that pit? Yeah. And find you stuff that's newsworthy out of AAC football. Not the rest of it. It is your job to cover the race. Cover the race, man. Tell me about UTSA. They got East Carolina at the house this week. Yeah, we got to monitor them. Yeah, we're, since they're, you they're monitored. Monitor, since you want to be so up on this AAC football race. Yeah, dude, I mean, it. Then this is your job as a media person. You're not going to tell me what my job is now. We've been through this. <laughs> that was different, bro. This is a professional you, obligation. But some of it's that you want me to dig into the dregs. <laughs> I want you to. I, I know. Tulane. I need you up SMU, on this race. Memphis, UTSA. That's who I got to study. Yeah, so it, it, right now it is uh, Tulane. It, right, they're they're all three and zero, so they're ahead. Care of about the dregs? I'm not sure UTSA will lose a game. Uh, That's why you have to be concerned about them because yeah. it's not Memphis that controls its destiny. It's right. the teams that have no losses in conference. And they do play Tulane though. That helps. They they played Tulane last game of the year there. Mm-hmm. So. You you know that's you can they avoid SMU though if you, right they do but you play SMU so that would take care of itself there I mean you but it could be a second loss whereas Tulane for them is just yes, one yes that is correct second loss for Memphis if, if you, you beat, lose if you, to SMU if you beat SMU and UTSA loses to Tulane you're in though well that's the way right right I think or, no. or is it go it's going to come down to a, you're both going to be one loss then what's the tiebreaker dog <laughs> I know ba- I'm I was paid to do it in basketball food. okay okay. My I'm bad. Supposed to know that this go get a resco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we might have to get into uh, we might have to get into some you know uh, tiebreaker scenario. UTSA is not that very probably not going to lose more than one game I don't in think conference. So. No, they're not. So we're going to be faced with a situation where Memphis has to beat SMU, and we got to figure out what that tiebreaker is. Yeah. So um, in that scenario, you'd both have losses to Tulane, right? Yes. If, in the scenario you paint. But you have a – I tell you this, and one thing that mattered were the teams that were below you in conference, and if your win over SMU, you know, that would ma- certainly matter in basketball. You know, it's the teams that are right below you you start going to in tiebreakers after head-to-head and everything else. So if that, that SMU win might be something that could end up being a tiebreaker for you. Yeah. So Again, I don't have it in front of me. We can check that out. So it, it, it's kind of complicated. It, like, gets into college football playoff rankings uh, – if they were ever ranked, which I don't think we'll have to worry about with these But we teams. would have a higher rank than them, though, right? With the, with who you played and you beat Boise, you lost to Missouri? I don't know. Yeah, like I, think the, I could, I could says, make a case that you'd have a higher rank than UTSA. It said the conference with, records of the tied teams are compared in a mini round-robin format. Yep, if, I remember this part. If within the mini round-robin any of the tied teams did not play each other, the group of teams shall remain tied. So in this instance, Memphis would have played SMU. Right. Yes. And they would not. SMU would not have played UTSA, and UTSA would not have played Memphis. Therefore, if I am to understand this correctly, Memphis, if it, if it's a three-way tie with UTSA, SMU, and Memphis, Memphis would get the nod because they would have the 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 winner, the winning record in the round robin mm-hmm. because they're the only. Just point. I just told you. I just pointed the SMU win, which yeah. we would have in this scenario, would yeah. be the difference. That would because that's my guess. Yes. yes. That, that, if I am to understand that language correctly, Memphis being one and zero, well, you don't being know what spurious and, means, so you might not understand that language. Oh, dude, I I I invented the word spurious. No, 
Yeah, dude. Never used it in your life. Yeah, before, dude. Before today, before uh, you heard it from D Rose's lips. Yeah, but uh, I, look, I don't know. I mean, I, I think uh, you know. Hopefully, we get to that point. Hopefully, we get to a point oh. to where we're breaking these down and, and it th- matters. I think it's exciting to see you so excited again about Tigers football. That's that's what I that's now, what I think. Now, the 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 doomsday scenario though is if UTSA beats Tulane, right? If they run the table and they beat Tulane, then, then you're done. Obviously, Over. yeah, because you, you've lost, you lost Tulane. Tulane. And and uh, that's what that's what sucks is that you don't control your own destiny. Exactly, that's why it's right. less exciting. To Tulane. Me. I don't think Tulane plays SMU, right? I don't think they play them this year. So then there it would be the opposite, right? It would be like you would have the one and zero record of the three, and 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 uh, and Tulane would have the one and zero. So you would be on the outside looking in. So I don't know if you beat it. First of all, you have SMU is the non-starter. You have to beat SMU. You have to win it. You'll be eight. You have to go eight and two and get to that game. You can't first. lose again. You can't lose yes, again. I mean, yes, you have yes. to run the table. That's what we talked about. So uh, it's possible, but it, it will be a tall task. I do think you know. You've got a break here with the schedule, as we've always talked about, even going into the season. You know, getting these teams, first-year coaches, you know, you don't have to play UTSA. That would that'd be, that'd be pretty brutal. Um, you got Tulane at home. You didn't take advantage of it, but you got them at home. So Maybe, they're hit, maybe they'll hit their stride. Perhaps. Perhaps that's happening now. Oh. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Jeff Cox is going to join us at 125. Talk to him about the Grizzlies last night, Friday, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.